Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. I'm really excited because this is the first time I'm reading from Volume 2 of Truth for Life by Pastor Alistair Begg, one of my favorite Bible teachers, one of my favorite pastor mentor types uh, from a distance. Don't know him all that well, but met him several times, really enjoy uh, listening to him, reading his work, and uh, these two volumes of daily devotions, they're called Truth for Life, Volume 1 and 2, really worth you owning a copy, and you can see this is in a nice bright, if you're watching anyway, you can see this is in a bright, kind of a red Christmas-like color, so it just came out, and I'm excited to read from it today. On the back, listen to these uh, Uh, endorsements uh, from Derek Thomas. Uh, This is pure gold, he says, a daily devotional dose of wisdom from one of the finest preachers of our time. Here is life-giving nourishment for the mind and the heart. Here's from Rico Tice, a friend from over in uh, London. Time and again, these devotions have made me think freshly about a passage. This is a huge help to daily Bible reading and very a very timely gift to the church. That's so important. And uh, our own dear friends and TV seers, Keith and Kristen Getty, who, before they moved here to Nashville anyway, were uh, members at Alistair Begg's church and participants, active participants in that church up there in uh, Cleveland. I think it's called Parkside Church. Here's what Keith and Kristen had to say. These devotions will help you praise when you are celebrating, will comfort you when you are struggling, will encourage you when you are doubting, and will be a balm when you are hurting. Whoever you are, there is treasure for you in this book, and I agree with him. Truth for Life, Volume 2 by Alistair Begg. And here's a selection uh, I've chosen for today. It's called The Freedom of Purity, okay? He says, of all the lies proclaimed in the world around us, one of the most widely believed is that any limits imposed on personal freedom amount to oppression. This is perhaps most clear in the realm of sexual morality, where the only thing off limits seems to be the setting of limits itself. The tragic irony is that this so-called freedom is in truth bondage to sinful desires, and it results not in wholeness, but in broken bodies and broken hearts. And uh, I think he's right on there. And we, we need to, we need to hear what he has to say here and what the scripture has to say to us as well. What God's word tells us when it comes to sexual morality is straightforward, says Pastor Alistair Begg. We are to practice chastity outside marriage and fidelity within it. That's great. This is the path not to oppression, but to true liberty and blessing. That's why the seventh commandment is what it is. You shall not commit adultery. In marriage, two people enter into a covenant, becoming one. And this comprehensive union in which husband and wife become interwoven emotionally, physically, spiritually, and in every other dimension serves as a parable of the relationship between Christ and his bride, the church. You can read about that if you like in uh, Ephesians chapter 5, I believe. The sacred union is not then to be intruded upon or broken. When a husband or wife commits adultery, it sets off a chain reaction of tragedies. 
there is sin against God, against the body, against the spouse, against the partner in adultery, and against the partner's spouse if they happen to be married. In other words, disaster ensues. Sex is intended for the marriage bond alone. So when you remove it from that context, it becomes monstrous, consuming, and devastating. Wow. Yet we ought not to think that adultery is limited to just the physical act. We learn from the Lord Jesus that adultery starts internally. And here he quotes from Matthew chapter 5, I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Pastor Begg says, we know, of course, that the consequences of physical adultery far outpace those of lust, but the deserved judgment and our guilt before God are equal no matter the sin. So whether it's just lust in your heart, your mind, or whether it's the physical act itself, it's an, it's an offense, it's a sin against God. Um, and in all of those other directions, it's a sin as well, uh, as Pastor Begg has pointed out. He asks a question now, and I think this is really great. What can Christian men and women do to guard themselves and one another, one another against adulterous acts and thoughts? And that, see, asking that kind of question um, is the kind of thing that's running in the back of all of our minds and our hearts when we hear um, God's standards, when we hear his standards for belief and behavior, we're often, you know, asking those questions in background. It's like, well, how is that possible? Um, who then can be saved? Like, a, like the disciples asked Jesus one day. Um, so Beg uh, bringing up this question is really good. What can Christian men and women do to guard themselves and one another against adulterous acts and thoughts? For starters, we can practice the presence of God, communing with him, remembering that we have no secrets before him. We can memorize the word of God, filling our hearts with it that we might not sin against him. And he, he references Psalm 119, and I've got to read a couple of those verses from Psalm 119 for you, uh, verses 9 through 11. Um, the, the ancient psalmist asked the question, how can a young man keep his way pure? And the same thing could be asked, how can a young woman keep their way pure as well? The answer comes from the psalmist in verse 9, by keeping it, keep your way, according to thy word, to God's word, okay? With all my heart I have sought thee, meaning I've sought the Lord. Do not let me wander from thy commandments. Notice the close connection between seeking God and being faithful to his commandments. Thy word I have treasured or hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That's verse 11, so well known. Thy word I have hid in my heart or treasured in my heart. I love God's word. I treasure it. I hide it. I memorize it. I ponder upon it, right? That I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statutes. With my lips I've told of all the ordinances of thy mouth. I've rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on thy precepts 
and regard thy ways. I shall delight in thy statutes, and I shall not forget thy word. Psalm 119 is such an amazing, it's a, it's, it's chapter, it's the longest chapter in the Bible, and it's right there in the middle of your Bibles, and it it, it uses so many different words to talk about the fact that this God of the Bible is a God who's spoken, a God who's made it clear. Uh, he's, he's revealed himself to us. He's revealed his will, his ways, um, and his desires for us. And so over and over again, you, you have um, um, the psalmist saying, thy word I've treasured in my heart. Um, thy statutes, teach me through those. I've told of all thy ordinances. So we got the word, we got the statutes, the ordinances, uh, the testimonies. Uh, I'll meditate on thy precepts. I'll regard thy ways. Uh, I'll delight in thy statutes and I will not forget thy word. Pastor Alistair Big is right on. If we are really interested in answering his question, What can Christian men and women do to guard themselves and one another against adulterous acts and thoughts? And really, for any other sin, the answer for us is to practice the presence of Jesus and as well to know his word, to hide it in our hearts. And he goes on, just a few more sentences here, and we can stick with the people of God, pursuing fellowship and worship and accountability, all to the end of being stirred up to love and to good deeds. And that's certainly a reference to uh, Hebrews chapter 10, isn't it? Nevertheless, Pastor Alistair Begg closes out, we all stand guilty before the seventh commandment. We are in no position to look down on others or see ourselves as spotless. Our lives, our hands, our thoughts do not pass the test of purity. Hmm. And yet you are never out of reach of God's grace in Christ. No matter how much baggage you carry, if you truly and earnestly repent of your sins, if you truly and earnestly cast yourself upon God's mercy and grace, you will be forgiven, pardoned, cleansed, set free. Free for the Spirit of God to work in your life, enabling you to think and live in a way that pleases the Lord. Yeah, that's a great, great daily devotional, great way to set up our day to Truth For Life. This is volume two, and uh, this is from Pastor Alistair Begg up there in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Let me close this in a prayer. Lord, I pray that we would be seized by your great affection, your love for us in such a way that you moving in our hearts will help reorient, redirect our affections to you. Uh, We confess, Lord, that we don't always love you first. We confess we don't always love our neighbors first. And especially when it comes to areas like this devotional talks about sexual sin, Uh, where folks end up just using one another. Um, I pray, Lord, that all of us would see each other as children of the King of the universe. Our brothers and sisters are your sons and daughters. 
So Lord, give us that view, not only of each other, one another, but give us that view of relationship and what faithfulness to one another and faithfulness to you and faithfulness to your word, what all of that looks like, because we know it looks like something. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that cleanses us, washes us with the blood of Christ and and that we can receive your grace, mercy, and forgiveness no matter what's gone before in our life. This day, I pray that we would all walk in the freedom of that forgiveness, that grace, and that mercy. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Have a great day. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.